0: We're gonna do this. Welcome to our community. This is Saratova. Best shot is bracious. Why does the Torah start with bracious? Now, what if we don't find that topic interesting? You know, not everybody's a linguist. Oh, that's so fascinating. Why does the Torah start with the word bracious? What if somebody's not a absolutely manic linguist and they want to know? But really in our personal life, what we want to know is we understand the Torah starts not with mitzvahs. It starts with a story. And so we understand our life is about Torah, about mitzvahs. We are mitzvah meidalah. That's what we are. So if we're mitzvah meidlach, then why does the Torah start with a story? Is it the story of the mitzvah meidlach? What's it all about? So here's what the Sikha says. <sighs> Rashi says, and rashi is intrinsically everybody knows about the land of israel and rashi somehow is this partnership in which rashi is 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 gaining full ownership for us enabling us to gain full ownership rightful ownership over the land of israel which if we have full rightful ownership over the land of israel really you could say that um it's probably a a derivative of the fact that we're here to have full ownership of the world if if we are one with Hashem in other words we're here to make sure that Hashem has full ownership over the world the entire physical world every chair every footstool every 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 pillow every everything hashem wants to be have full ownership over the entire world and he chooses us as his representatives Okay, and so the fact, is, the fact that the land of Israel as you throw, is the choices of all the choices of all the lands, the holy Land is the land of the land, then clearly we have to have full ownership of the, uh, over that one because that's where it all starts. So the ty starts with this story. It should have started with the first Mitzvah. and why did it start with "racius? And the words are, as Rashi says, "Mishum." And, sorry, and Rashi is there to give us access to the land. So, meaning what? That the story is the story in which we see that the non- the nations of the world were given this land, but they were given it was ours, and then it was they were given for- to. Given it to hold on to temporarily, for all the various reasons, and then it was given, so to speak, back to us. And we need to know the story because if the nations will come and say, "Hey, remember when we were holding on to it? So you stole it from us," and then we have to have a back and forth about whose was it really, whose is it really. Um, we have to say the truth that the whole land belongs to Hashem. He gave it. To whomever he decided, and then, with his will, he took it back and gave it to us. Good. Okay. So what's the Chiddush? Why is this something that begins the entire Torah for us? Because, one thing, Torah and the Yid and Yisrael are higher than the world, as we were saying before. And how do you know this? The Mitzvah Cheddish Azelechem. Mitzvahs were given for us as a, as a, and wor- the world was given to us, as we said yesterday,
1: as a living laboratory in which to do these mitres. Um And so, but as we find ourselves among the nations, bar e
0: we look like them, we're, we're in the world, you know, they live in New York, we live in New York. There's still a place for them to come along and say, you stole you stole the land of the seven nations. It's Machlaskayim. It's the inheritance of the nation. In other words, who, in a sense, whom does the land of Israel belong to? Whom does the world belong to? Hashem or not Hashem? Hashem, with his free will, gave it to them, and then he gave it to us.
1: And there and there, you see, So, and through this, he gave it to us, that expresses in this physical world
0: that Hashem chooses us. As we are down here in this world. He chooses us. That's exciting. It's also obligatory. You know, well, if he chooses us, I bet he doesn't just choose us so that we can have more vacations, but he has jobs for us. And he trains us. And he empowers us to do these jobs. So, what does it have to do with the other Parshas that are coming along? Because the story is going to continue. Parshas Brachas, and then Parshas Mayich, and then Lech Lecha, obviously. Meaning, Lech Lecha is all about making that mega job, leaving behind the stuff that's familiar to you, and going to an unknown reality. That's this year. That's this year, leaving behind the old way and going to an entirely different unknown reality. Everybody's facing that here. And even though when we're talking about the original story, Avram, Avram Avin finds himself in this physical world, Artacha, Maladcha, Baitavikha, but he needs to leave it. And he needs to go to that unknown place. And when it says and when when God says, go to which place should I go to? doesn't say go to the land of Israel. The land I share, Erecha. That I'll show you. Where is that? Arthur Levina was just told, just go. And he sort of had to have a sense of which direction to go to. He didn't really know where he was going to end up. So Erecha means Ere, egla the T'Atmucha. That by progressing in an infinite way, Hashem reveals through choosing us, what the true identity of Avram and, and every single Jew. Right? Go to that place where the essence, my essence is revealed because over there, your
1: essence is revealed too. So now, when it comes to Shabbos gracious here's the question. The way you set yourself up,
0: On Shabbos Precious, that's the way it goes the whole year. Why? Let's revisit that statement. Everybody knows it, but let's revisit it. Really? Why? Because there are two mylas in a Jew.
1: You have the advantage of your soul, your neshama. It's above the world. And then you have the
0: advantage that in this world, with your physical body, where you're just part of the world, not above the world. Your soul is way above the world. Your neshama is way above the world. Your body is part of the world. But, so you have an advantage in your neshama. Nobody else has a neshama like yours. And no nation has a neshama. You have a neshama, they have a nefesh. Nobody has a neshama like yours. It's way up, it's way above everything. And yet on the physicality, you look like everybody else. You know, you can stand in line and say, next, 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 next. You look like everybody else. And yet your Myla there in the world is Atav you were chosen. That's even more exciting than have a deeply spiritual soul. I was chosen. And so that idea, me as my soul above the world, and then my physical existence down here in the world, that's kind of like Tishrei and the rest of the year. One is spiritual, Tishrei, above the world, and the other one is down here in the world the rest of the year. So when it comes to the month of Tishrei, that deeply spiritual year, and you feel it, you're separated from the world. Normally, you know, when Yom Kippur came out on Monday and, you know, you're walking to Shul and you see that everybody's doing all the same things and they're not doing weekend, you know, the non-Jews, they're not doing weekend activities. They're doing weekday activities and you wonder why it's Yom Kippur and then you realize Yom Kippur is a Monday. It's a strange feeling to have Yom Kippur on a Monday. You left the world. They're doing Monday. Monday is garbage day. You actually, you actually did not run to the alleyway when you heard the garbage truck to bring your bag of garbage outside in time because you were outside the world. They were inside the world, doing what you do in the world. Normally, Monday morning, you're running at 7 a.m. with a garbage bag. But you were outside of the world. That's the whole history. Right? You're outside. You're above the world. The whole month. And it's full of all these holidays. And what do you see then? When we were outside of the world that whole month, we see how hidden Jews are higher than the context of the world and especially Sheminyah Saras and Timcha Taira, when we are you, l'cha, levadcha ve'en We were alone with Hashem. We, with Hashem. we are one with Hashem. We're alone with Hashem. And we see how we're celebrating with the Torah. And we're higher than the world. We're dancing. We're dancing. But the garbage truck is coming. Let it come. I'm dancing. The rest of the month, if you hear the garbage truck come at 7am bring it out to them because it'll sit outside for two days and you know the animals will get to it but in Tishrei you're outside of the world so when it comes to Shabbos Bracious, which is the end of Tishrei and the beginning of, and it's the beginning of the month of the year beginning from Shabbos Meroch from Cheshren, we have two things going on the mile of Tyre and the mile Yid As we are the head, gracious pastor, we're higher than the world, gracious of the world. And therefore, we have the kayach on Shabbat's gracious. But before we leave the month of Tishrei, before we leave, we're about to wave goodbye to the month of Tishrei. This Shabbat is Shabbos Mavorchen Chedish, um, Keshvan. So we're, and, you know, we'll do a Malama Malka, a month of Shabbos, and we'll wave goodbye to the month of Tishri. And it's sad in a way. It was nice to not have to run after the garbage truck, <laughs> quite honestly, you know. So it, it it was nice to be up there in the spiritual, holy ro- realms and not have to deal with the world. So before we wave goodbye to the month of Tishri to, do, to go down into the world to do, fulfill our mission in the world. Before we do that, before we wave goodbye, and before we go each one to our absolutely personal, unique shlichus in daily life,
1: before we do it, we open up the Torah and we read. We read
0: in Torah and activate the energy that tells us that Gracious means bishvilatayra and Bishrila Yisrael. Bishvilatayra for the what is gracious for Tayra. It's called gracious, and for the Yidin, who are called gracious. Before we're about to enter the world, we're told we're saying, "Well, oh, it's really sad. I really don't feel like going into the world. You know, back to the back to the grind." Says God. Says Hashem. There's no back. There's only forward, and there's no grind. This is not a grind. You're entering
1: a world that was created for you and for Tyra. Shape it. Shape it. Become an artist. Become a dancer. Become a musician. You know, give it a sound.
0: Give the future a sound. Create a sound. Create a new niggun that is the niggun of the future. Create a new, create a new artwork. You know, create a new creation through art that paints the world a new world create a dance that dances the world into a new world. Make it a new world. It was created for us. We're the handy people. Handy men. Handy people. We're the handy women. Make it into a new world. And that's why when we open up the Taira, as we're about to wave goodbye to to Tishrei, and we read, Gracious Aralekina, Sushama, Vesara, boom, ding, something goes into you. The word bracious it's almost like, so to speak, the word bracious jumps out of the, off the Torah scroll and jumps right into you. It just transmits energetically into your mind, your heart, every limb, every part of you, your abilities. It activates your keiches. It activates your talents. It activates your desire to fulfill your mission and to create a bigger mission, to step into a bigger space. It activates us. That word bracious, that whole positive, gracious fire licking that such a mind that the art comes out of the pyre and just energetically transfers into into you. Your heart, your mind, your soul. Etc. It gives you this kayas so that the way you act on Shabbos, gracious. That's the
1: way to go a whole whole year. Meaning we become activated as future shapers into one in our own way on Shabbos gracious so that the whole year we can be future shapers
0: who shape the present moment with our unique talents and then make it a past moment and then grab a piece of the future and make it a present, and then it's a present moment that we shape again. We're just working with clay the whole year. So, um, so that the maila of yidin, the advantage of the Jewish people as the chosen people becomes felt, palpable, in the world the whole year. So, if that's the case, the maila of
1: yidin
0: as the chosen people comes out not as we are when we're in, in Seoul
1: when we are at Walmart Home Depot on the highway that's when our Milo comes out
0: because we're in Walmart everybody else is in Walmart we're there for a different reason they went to Walmart to buy stuff maybe there's you know whatever's on sale you know, Gatorade, maybe they went to Costco and Gatorade is on sale. So they went to buy Gatorade. We went to make a beer but bring the light of Mashiach there. Might come home with Gatorade at the same time, but we didn't go for the Gatorade. It just, it's just part of the package. We went to make a beer but that's So that's when our real Myla is visible, It's palpable to anyone who's spiritually sensitive. And the truth is, these days it's interesting that among the nations, people are spiritually, people who are spiritually sensitive can feel the difference. I actually, when I was walking uh today on Maple Street, um, so I pull out the Sheva Missus card and I just hold it in my hand, kind of in front of me like a shield. And I saw that I walked past uh, a few Kevra that were you know normally, maybe some people could be a little bit cheerful, and then they were basically talking with themselves, but you know it's a little clever type of and as I walked by, they kind of jumped back in I felt like a little bit one step to the side and went to the other side and 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 kind of jumped back a little bit in, in awe for something, and I felt like it was because the Kevin this card with the picture of the rubber that was preceding me kind of made them sort of jump back and startle a little bit, you know, just they, you know, normally they could have, they, you know, there are three things they could do. They could, you know, be aggressive, God forbid. Uh They could, or just say aggressive, not such, you know, pleasant things, God forbid, God forbid. Or they could ignore you, you know, just go on with their business. Those are all three choices. And we would usually hope for, okay, so maybe they could just ignore me. But they didn't. They didn't do not number one, not number two, not number three. They sort of jumped back in sort of awe of like, whoa, okay. You know, and sort of you know, the shill the shill, you know. Like they moved out of the way, kind of like, Oh, okay, sorry. You know, sort of like a respectful stepping back. I felt it. So that means that, and these these are not like healers or you know these are regular kind of guys on the street um you know in you know a medium type of a neighborhood, let's call it, and you could see that they felt it, they felt like, oh, this is just this is not just a regular person walking down the street so. It it becomes more palpable today that when we're in the world, oh, there's everybody else, and then there's us, and that's one of the reasons that we really want to be very careful in our actions to make a kiddush Hashem to enable people to stay in that mindset rather than confusing them. You know, we want to we want to we want to make a kiddush Hashem and appear in our full malchus in a way that gives them respect of. Hashem, who is shining through us. And we want to make a situation so Hashem will shine through us without any blockage. So, since the whole world was created for us, Yeshua throw, and that also comes out in this world where Uvana Vachata were chosen, and we were chosen on the level of our physicality that looks like everybody else's physicality, therefore it's understood that when we're in a situation, any time, any place, even a pretty low even the situation that I just described, and even in Gullahs, we're always racial. We're always the first fruit. We're always higher than the world. And we're always in a situation when we're walking down the street of being the ones that Hashem chose. Um... And in choosing, there's no change. Hashem doesn't choose this one day, the next day, I don't know, I made a mistake. Once he chose this, he chose us. It doesn't, doesn't change. If the whole advantage of a Jew, as racist as the first groups, would only be on our, the soul level, on the neshama level, and in the mila of um, the qualities of our nefesh, um, relative to the nation, then there could be a place to say that it's a condition. That when our soul is shining, when a Jew has his soul shining openly, then he's at the Khartanas, he's the chosen people. Then you could say, but when he's not acting godly, maybe he's not the chosen people. But, right, when a Jew is in a very gullistic situation then there would be, if we were chosen on that level, then you could say, well, maybe we're not always the chosen people. However, since Uvrana Vacharta Mekolam we were chosen on the level of the actual physical person, the physical body, which looks like everybody else's, that choice that Hashem made, choosing us as the chosen people, it never changes. It never ends. It never changes. It's never... You can't turn off the light. We're always chosen. Whether we're in a good situation or not in a good situation. Whether we're revealing the godliness in, in us or we're not, God forbid, we're always the chosen people. That's a pretty amazing thing. You know, when you think about it, I was saying to somebody on Tim Taira, the good thing about Jew, being Jewish is you can do it or you cannot do it. You can, you can keep the mitzvahs or not. You know, not everybody... In of well, the religions in the world can claim that. It's an amazing thing that, <laughs> you know, a Jew can be, God forbid, very much doing the opposite of the mitzvahs, and he doesn't become less Jewish than the person who's doing all the mitzvahs. That's an unbelievable thing. It's like God is saying... I'm giving you guys the choices. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. You're on, you're off. You have a good day, you have a bad day. You feel like doing this, you don't feel like doing this. I give you guys that liberty of, you know, choosing on or off. Says God, I don't give myself that liberty. I don't have on and off days. Once I chose you, I don't have days when I unchoose you.
1: You can unchoose me, but I can't unchoose you. That's pretty unbelievable. He cannot unchoose us.
0: You know, uh, click, You know what is it? Uh, click here or check the box if you agree to. So for us, there's a box you can check or uncheck. I agree that God is the creator of the world and He, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We are given the ability on the website. You know, IloveHashem.com. You know, check the box or you can uncheck the box. For him on his website, I love the he doesn't have that option. There's no check the box you know, if he tries to uncheck the box, you know, something on the website, it becomes grey, which means it's unavailable for you to um um to do and you can't you can't you can't write anything, you can't click on the buttons there when it grays out. So on Hashem's website, I love the people, I
1: love <laughs> he can't uncheck us it just becomes
0: grayed out there's only one option, it's permanent that's it, there's no even check check the box option for him that's the way he decided it, he can't uncheck the box about loving us that's unbelievable it's especially unbelievable because he gives us the option
1: more than any human being in the whole world, he gives us the option of unchecking our devotion to him. But he doesn't give himself that luxury. Pretty amazing.
0: So now we understand that when we find ourselves in Gala, under the nations, because of what we did wrong, we were, were out of our land. So even though we don't see in a revealed way that our neshama is racist. We don't necessarily see it. Although, again, try walking down the street to the shamanistic card see if they feel it. Safely. But it's not so visible. But the physical body of a yid is still racist. Why? Because you were chosen. No one checking the box. So it's understood. Not only that we're not, that means we cannot be under the jurisdiction and the rulership of the nation. Oh, good! With all of their pandemic stuff and the vaccine, and the you become a living microchip, uh, walking microchip uh, antenna, yada 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 stuff. So awful, so scary. And and they have decided to control our lives. I guess not. I guess not. By definition. We cannot be under the shlita, the jurisdiction of the nations. Not only from our neshama point of view, our body point of view. We are the racists, we are the 1st truth. the whole world was created. The vaccinations and the not-vaccinations, the walking microchips and unwalking microchips, it wasn't created for them to use to control the world, it was created for us. The fact that Rahman Rachmanisland, we're at a point technologically where someone can um, inject inject substance that will change people's DNA and therefore and control them to the bit connected to the Bitcoin and know every move they're making and 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 and, and it seems true, etc. So it seems like they're going to control our lives. But Tyra says they can't. It could feel like it. They still could know. I mean, you know that if you you look at sandals, if you check out sandals on Google for two weeks after that, they're suggesting different pairs of sandals. They know, you know, we know that they know. But they don't really know. They know what we buy, what we want to buy how much orange juice we drank, they do know. But they don't know who you really are. And they don't know your truth. They know a few details, but they don't
1: know your truth. You know their truth. They don't know your truth. So, we're still
0: the races. What is our truth? We're the Bria, the first fruits of the whole creation. And and all of the nations of the
1: world were created for us. For us. Us as fruits. First fruits. And
0: all of the other parts of the world were created for us
1: to make the world into a jir Not to use, obviously, for egotistical means. To reveal
0: the pure Reveal Hashem and make this place into a place where Hashem is the only reality. And the greatness of the nations
1: depends on us. How
0: much power they have depends on us. Well, that's interesting. So their whole plandemic depends on us. Because it seems like with the plandemic, instead of pandemic, plandemic was planned for decades already. So interesting how they planned it. It seems like they will have power. But here they're saying the greatness of the, the nation depends on us. In every generation, in every time, a nation that we are under in Gullit, it looks like we're subjugated to them. A nation that is, seems to be our ruling nation in Gulf becomes elevated if we are living in their land.
1: Even though it looks like they're ruling us and they're controlling us, they're telling us whether we can have our schools open or not.
0: And yet, their greatness depends on where we live. If we live in the U.S., the U.S. has, is exalted. It has success. If we live in
1: England and England is wherever we live. It brings greatness to that nation. And so
0: we're just gonna pull this together one more page. So even though in Gulus we are under Shibud Malchus, they are in charge
1: of the government. We are not. Okay, after that little fight
0: over here, sitting outside. Okay, sorry. So, even though in Dallas, we are under their jurisdiction, they run the country. We do not. And we have the command, dina de Dina, The law of the land should be the law. Follow it. And don't, don't rebel against them. You
1: know, again, if they do not contradict Torah law, then follow the laws. That's what Torah says. And don't annoy them. It says in Gemara, it says, uh, oh, yeah. don't annoy them. Don't annoy them. And the reason is,
0: not because we have to be afraid of the nation. Don't annoy them. They're scary. They have power. Don't get in their way. Nope. Nope. No, 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 no. That's not the reason.
1: Other abba. We're racists. They were created for us. The world was created for us. So why should we not annoy them?
0: We're in charge. No, 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 but don't annoy them. Do what they say. Wait a minute, so who's in charge? They're in charge, we're in charge. And the explanation is, the answer is, this, this, the command, the command, ba the command, don't bother Moab. Don't make war. Like, just leave them. stay away. Don't make trouble with the nations. Don't, don't, don't start up. Same thing with Amun. Don't do with Moab. Don't do with Amun. The nation of Amun. It's not because, like, it, it, it's a good piece of advice because we should be afraid of them because they're so strong. No. It's not that we should be afraid of them because they have all the power. And therefore we have to subjugate ourselves to them. No. No, no, no. It's not because of that. But rather, as it says in the passage, <speaking in Hebrew> HaShem made the Savior, That. He gave us the land of Israel. And then he gave it to them. He, of his own will, decided to give it to us. And he, of his own free will, decided to give it to them. He gave them, he decided, Hashem, God decided to give them the land of Ammon and Moab. And therefore, don't start up with the system that Hashem created. Not because they're powerful and you have to be afraid of them. Not at all. Don't start up with Hashem's system. See, Hashem has a
1: brilliant computer mind, so to speak. I mean, knows is what he's doing. Me, and he creates a system between us and the nations that's very complex that you can't even figure out.
0: Follow it employees. And, and and watch what happens. Everything's gonna fall into place. And at the same time know who you
1: are. And remember, if they tell us you do things against cover, we don't do them. Etc. But we don't have to deliberately
0: annoy them. They were put here in this world for a reason. There's no mitzvah to deliberately annoy them. Don't make war with them. And just like it says that about the nations, and the law of the land should be, is the land, law for you, again, it's not because of fear, God forbid. And as it says in Chazal, but Rabbi Yechonin said, um, I guess in the name of Rashbi, you can start up with the Rishayim
1: in the world. Those you, you know, you get rid of. But the ones who aren't fighting you, why do you have to fight them? So, it's not because of fear, Roger did.
0: But rather, because Hashem created, made the, the order, and said that this is the way it has to be in Golas, and there's some very complex, godly reasons why. But it's understood that it does not touch at all, twelve o'clock. It does not interfere with the idea that we are the chosen nation,
1: the race,us the first fruit of the entire world and of all the nations not a contradiction to that. That means, in addition to this, we follow the law of the land.
0: That's only about certain laws.
1: You
0: know, money, this, that, you know, pay your taxes, you know, whatever. <laughs> These things. But not about things of Tahrimitzvot. You have a clear Haira in Taira, that this is what we have to do. If they say go, then fire it now. Then we stand up for the fire.
1: As the words of the Shri Garebbe, our Nishamas were sent into Gawas. And in Shebut Malthus, and were controlled
0: by the nation, but but, but we, or sorry, was the nishamas, sorry, our neshamas, our souls were never sent into Gawas. Maybe physically, you know, our physical life was, is in Gala, but our neshamas have never entered the world of Gala, they never will
1: they're outside of the realm of Gala so about the bodies of Gashmas of the Yid she's always
0: racist, she's always the first fruit, and he's always higher than the nation and this that we have to follow the laws of land you know about money and different things It's not because we are under their jurisdiction. No. God forbid. It's not because they're more powerful. That's not, you know, they're very powerful. Let's do what they say. No. It's not because of that. So why should we do what they say in the things that are permissible also? Because
1: Hashem made that order in Gullahs, but that's the way he wants it to be. maybe. Again, I'm
0: saying, current. maybe. That's the way the sparks of holiness are extracted from the ways of the nations by us interacting with them and being in those ways, too. And therefore, it's understood about the chassadim, the kindness that we receive through through
1: people among the nations who were kind-hearted in the time of Gullah. We have to thank them. You know, somebody, whatever it is, uh, you know, on the
0: street and does something and say, oh, thank you so much. You know, they're like, he doesn't owe you a favor or you definitely don't want to act like, oh, yeah, they owe me a
1: favor. I'm the king. No. And you know, he says, you thank them. If somebody walking with, I don't know double stroller or something
0: like that and they move to the side they say, Oh, sorry, you know, or let's say somebody opens the door. I don't know, whatever,
1: right? Oh, thank you, thank you so much.
0: You don't have to like me and no, 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 no. says you have to thank them. Because and look for the you know, the peace of the city. Look for peace. And look for peace with them. And in that, there will be peace for you. It's not because we need their favors, God forbid. Meh. Nah. aver on the contrary. Chesed Their chesed is uh,
1: not totally pure. Chesed And when we receive chesedin from us, from them, that helps
0: us out in turn, misses. It's not chesed women. When they help us out into our mitzvahs, we're going to, you know, the government wants to give us money so that we no longer have to pay for education. We don't say, ah, dirty money. We don't want it. No. We want it. We take it. Why do we take it? Because if they want to do that, chesed,
1: then it's not chesed women. It's chesed from Hashem. Hashem is sending us money for education through them. And he sends it down through the nations of
0: the world. Because Hashem wants that that's the way the Savior should be in
1: Galah. And therefore it's not Kastor Shalom. So just to finish with this little part... This difa that we're
0: quoting was said um, 30 years ago exactly in the year Tufshin Nunalis 1991. And um, why am I going to end off with this? Because here there are the of is saying when Shabbos come came out in that year, it, uh, it was actually Tufshin and um It was a Shnas Right. So. Uh and the year before was Tashin Nun Aleph, thirty years before. Uh it should be the year of Nifla's. And here, I don't have the footnote. And here the Rabbit says, Nislaos Nun Plaos. Now, we are in the year of Pla'os. Right? So Nisla, thirty years ago. What's the difference between Pla' and Misla'? This is Teishna plus erenu, and 30 years ago was Teishnah nisplaus erenu. So this year, 30 years later, is Nun well, uh, plus Sorry, sorry. 30 years ago was Nun plaus. What does that mean? What is 50 plus Whatever plaos are these wonders? We had 30 years ago was 50 of them. It means the shleimus. In the revelation of Pella. A completeness in a Pella. What is a Pella? A Pella is a wonder that's so completely above the order of nature, you can't, you don't even recognize it usually when it's happening in Balanes Metra You don't really realize you're in the middle of an incredible miracle right standing in the center of it and you don't understand that you are. But a Pella is something that's incredible wonder it just changes the whole world and and is unbelievable. So imagine nun, nun shar nun, the fiftieth gate. That means a real completion, just reaching a very high level. Can you imagine a plot pl- connected to the fiftieth gate? A completion in the revelation of Pella? That even one time Pella is separate from everything else. A Pella is separate from everything else. Nun Plaos, 50 Plaos, it's twelve going up to the level of, of, of Nun, and Nun is connected
1: with 50, which is called Ilam Nitsi, forever. So we're just saying this year,
0: when we're looking at all of this reality, we've already passed through the plows, these wonders, 30 years ago we're 30 years into these wonders that are from of that level of nun, Shara the 50th gate of Vina, that you have to really adjust your eyes to be able to see them. And all connected to this idea that we're the chosen nation, and yet we have to know how to
1: work with it and shape reality this year. So, to end off,
0: Haytei shnatz nuflos ba thirty years ago nun plaus
1: hints at that that year that went past that had already passed um, then the nuflos will not only be in a detail in the year
0: but the whole inning of the year nuflos v'kol which will be in everything and this year plus these kind of wonders and everything. And so the revelation of Nun plaus that niflaus wonders that are completely separate from the world, they're so high. You really have to adjust your eyes to see them. That's expressed in the revelation of the fact that Hashem chose us. Because being chosen, and being part of the chosen people, is in the category of Pela,
1: Higher than everything. And so we can say that if the fact that you are the
0: chosen people and you, you within the chosen people have been chosen as an individual to be given your unique mission, chosen in your unique mission, nobody else has your mission, There is no other member of the chosen people that has your uniquely chosen mission. This is a Pella. This is one of the greatest wonders of this year, of Hashim ke'ala of seeing those Pellas. And so we say, Hashem, enable us to see who we are and how we're being called upon to step into the Bigger circle of leadership, of wondrous leadership, of holy leadership, to lead the world to the Gula Mita Sashwema, higher than anything, to not be deterred, deterred by anything, and to dig deeply into our talents and our abilities, and step into a huge sphere of influence, whether, you know, in a very personal way or a very global way, to lead the world to Gula, to unfold the greatest Tela that we have so far, and when we unfold that and step into our, step to our, up to our full height in pure godliness, then so will the world, and the world will step us to its potential of a world of gula. May it be gula mitzvah shlema before Shabbat's gracious, before we enter the mundane world and find ourselves in the face of mitzvah sheshlishim now.